everyone, it's Sue here. And Steph, and we're here just to share a little update about our episode with Shantara McBride and Rosalind Weissman, how to have important conversations about race. As you may remember, a big part of our conversation was about my reaction to my mail carrier, who was telling me a story that began with a black woman wearing my very best ally hat. I cut him off and walked away. When I told Shantara and Rosalind about my reaction, I really thought they were going to praise me as a great ally. Their reaction was not as I'd hoped. In fact, they gave me an assignment to go back to my mail carrier and ask him to finish his story. Not one part of me wanted to have a follow-up conversation, but I desperately wanted to report success. So with tremendous anxiety, I did as instructed. Here's how it went. So I can start by saying... Uh, yeah, I had a wild ride with them. So I told a story um, about having a conversation with somebody. And um, in the story, there was a definite tone change when they started talking about something that happened to their kid. Negative thing happened because a black woman at work. And so I was like, so caught off guard. And I just said, I don't know what black has to do with this story. I got to go. And I walked away. And I told that story to Shantara and Rosalind to show what an ally I am. And they knocked me down. They were like, you did not hear his story. You did not let him finish his story. You need to let him finish his story. Anyway, I'm going to really try hard to make this abbreviated. But at the end, when we were done taping, they both said to me, you talk to him tomorrow and you get back to us. That was your assignment. It was an assignment. And, you know, I was a, I was a little kid who wanted to be their mm-hmm. friends. And I wanted them to like me. So I knew I was going to do it. So I see him and I, I, you know, there's so many expressions about how like every molecule, every fiber of my being, every part of my body was yelling, no, no, I don't want to do this. But, you know, in the back of my head is I want to call them back. I want I want them to be my friend. So that that somehow in my life surpasses the terrible awkwardness. And I go out and it was life changing. Honestly, the short version of this is that I will try never to cut someone off again because you never know their story. And I walked away with so much compassion for this man. And while I don't think race had anything to do with his story, I still see him as a, a person who's kind of struggling a lot and and um I don't know like life changing really that small thing so yeah but you don't okay so it's interesting I always say this like to my to my kids like if you've got like two train tracks right you've got track a and track b and he was on track a telling you his story and you kind of you like immediately moved him to track b but you didn't know you can only play out one track at a time, right? And so had you not interrupted him, okay, yes, he would have told you that story, but there was still this piece where you were like, well, what did that have to do with the story? Like, we didn't play that out. Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, like, I, I, don't see, I don't see it as two train tracks. So um, I, what I see it as is... Um, it, 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 there is some level of, first of all, Rosalind's whole platform is about showing grace and dignity to people, whether they show it to you. So this idea that if we walk in the world just wanting to be who we want to be, regardless of how, how other people behave, 
I want to be that. I do want to be that. So I don't see track one and track two. What I see is that I, I took this moral high ground of like, you just, you just said something. And so now I'm going to like cover my ears and say, I will not listen. And, um, and I don't think it's, it's productive. And I don't think particularly it, it is without consequence. I mean, I, I think we stopped listening to each other. That's what we do. Someone says who they voted for and the conversation stops. We go into a Thanksgiving meal and we say, let's not talk about politics. Like there's, we, we could do this. We could do this better. And yeah, that, and that now that brought me right back to where I was <laughs> with them. Something you just said, it remind, I had to go, Hannah probably heard my typing cause I was trying to remember the name of it. Um, it reminds me of, um, the effort by David Isay, who's the StoryCorps guy, the one small step, which is getting people into a conversation who normally would not be in a conversation and typically around politics, but not always. Um, and the whole premise is that if you know someone's story or you develop a personal relationship, you're going to have a much different reaction or be able to sit down and actually have a conversation instead of walking away from it. Um, and there's a million examples. I mean, they're, they're, they're doing this all over the country and it, it's fascinating. And I do think, I mean, kind of like what you just said, like how now you're left with compassion and empathy. Um, cause his, you really tuned into what his story was about versus the, like the, when he said, Oh, you know, the black whomever. And you're like, wait, what? Right. And you you went in a whole different direction. Um, but it's hard. The other piece I always think about is when, and it can be about race, it can be about religion, where you're never prepared or I'm never prepared for the, like all of a sudden, the grenade, right? Where someone says something and like you, I always think, well, this is how I will react when, but I'm never prepared for it. And then I'm like, oh, why didn't I say this? Or why didn't I say that? Right? So that's a whole other thing. We've had the conversation about how our bodies physically react. Like we have a visceral reaction to things that come our way. And, and a bomb dropping is a big one, right? Like you're going along, you're having this chatty conversation and someone says something. But the more we get in tune with how our body reacts, the more we can kind of say, okay, so I, I told you one time that it was, I thought everyone had it in their, in their chest and you have it in your stomach and someone has their leg bouncing all over the place, right? So once you identify your visceral reaction to that bomb, then you can kind of say, okay, I know how I calm that, that heart. Like for me, it's my pounding heart. And then I, I could take a breath. I don't have to respond at that heightened moment. And it does let, your, it does let the, the common sense part of your brain take over. So instead of like afterwards going, damn, I wish I would have said that you might actually be able to get there or at least not say the thing you didn't want to say. <laughs> right, right, right. No, it's, and I think it's probably like so many things we talk about, even just with our kids, it's a, a good tying together is practicing, right? Um, but it, like a muscle, right? Where like that muscle, like being in tune to like how that muscle, uh, what do they call it? Muscle memory. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I will I want to I want to also add that doing this while it was a transformation for me. It was huge for me. Um it was hell. I mean, even getting the words out, like I had to say, "Hey, I interrupted your story. I'd love to hear what happened." And I was like dying because what I wanted to say is something entirely Well, that's not true. After I talked to them, I really did want to say that, but getting the words out was so hard. Um, but like, I felt like, wow, I wonder if I can keep doing this. I don't know. I haven't been, I haven't been tested again, but it's, I really, I saw the value in it for not just for 
like me and this person, but for me, like I will like myself better if I can react that way to people. But I also think it creates like your StoryCorps guy. It gave us a chance to have a relationship in that moment instead of me saying, I think you're a jerk and I'm not going to listen to the rest of your story. That's what my covering my ears is, right? Like, and I don't want to be like that. So anyway, thank you, Shantara and Rosalind. And thank you for being so cool that I was desperate enough to do this so I could call you back. <laughs> the, the true motive. <laughs> We wanted to share what happened after the episode because it was, in fact, life-changing. See you on our next episode. My name is Cindy Burnett, and each week I interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast, Thoughts from a Page. We talk spoiler-free about their books, so you can listen whether you have read the book or not. And then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else the importance of the cover design, why they included various aspects of the story, personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out.